week two of the college football season is here. We are the Y'all Kickoff Show for the next hour. Sit back, get your tailgating chairs and supplies out. We're going to walk you through the big games of Saturday. Those and a whole lot more here on this program, a production of y'all.com. My name is John Rawl. I am the general of all things Southern. Speaking of the general, later in the show, General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Foretelling. He's going to be on, and he's going to give us his unique and fun take on all of the games across college football here on this 11th day of September. And with that date in mind, let me tell you, let me remind you how special, how solemn, how just unbelievable it's been 20 years since September 11th of 2001. So here on the Y'all Show, let's take a quick moment and reflect back and remember the lives lost there on that day in American history, but all of the lives who've been sacrificed in Operation Enduring Freedom, fighting in Afghanistan, Iraq, and more. Here on the Y'all Show, we remember September 11th. Okay, now that that most important thing is out of the way, hard to get back talking sports here, but we're going to do it. It is the second big Saturday of the college football season. We're going to tell you about the only SEC versus SEC game on the schedule, Kentucky and Missouri. Going to do that here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. In addition to General Gridiron having his unique, fun approach to the college football lineup, We'll also hear from some coaches. We've got Steve Sarkeesian, coach of the Texas Longhorns. Arguably the best game of the weekend is Arkansas hosting the Texas Longhorns. And Coach Sark spoke about the game and how his team's going to be ready for it. We're going to let you hear that later on in the show. We're also going to let you hear from Ed Orgeron. Now, the coach of the Bayou Bengals has been certainly under the microscope since his team fell to UCLA this past Saturday at the Rose Bowl. And as bad as things are for Orgeron, and as much as the heat is being cranked up in Baton Rouge, what a distraction he's got this week. Ed Orgeron and his LSU Tigers are back home at Death Valley, and he is going against his own son as Cody Orgeron is the quarterback of the McNeese State Cowboys, and the Cowboys come over from Lake Charles for LSU's home opener. We're going to hear Ed Orgeron talk about playing his son. We're going to hear Cody Orgeron, the QB of the Cowboys, talking about going up against his dad. That's part of the greatness of college football, and in this case, a rare father-versus-son And you're going to get a chance to hear more about it in the next segment here on the show. Also, we will be walking you through all of the start times and the networks and more of which you can see the various games being played in college football on this Saturday. One kind of house cleaning note from week one. As Bleacher Reports got an article up, Brad Shepard has penned this one. His winners and losers of week one, and man, one week one winner for sure was the Ohio State Buckeyes. They look mighty, mighty good. Went to Minneapolis or St. Paul or whichever side of the Mississippi River the campus is actually on, and they beat the Minnesota Gophers on that Thursday night, the opening Thursday night 
of college football. So Ohio State looks like they haven't missed a beat in the offseason. Another big winner, how about the Georgia Bulldog defense and N'Kobe Dean? What an impressive performance as Georgia beat Clemson on ABC primetime week one. It was that one defensive return, pick six, that was good enough as linebacker N'Kobe Dean, who's super fast. He showed that off as he was able to get that interception from DJ Ugalele and ran it back and Clemson and Georgia in a slugfest. Ultimately, no offensive touchdown scored in the 10-3 Dogs victory. How about a blast from the past? Mackenzie Milton, quarterback of the Florida State Seminoles. You know, if you've been following college football over the last few years, you know that name, Mackenzie Milton. He was all the rage when he was at UCF as a QB there. Then had a gruesome, awful injury dislocated knee shredded ligaments and more while he was at ucf ends up transferring and doing all the sitting out and stuff that you got to do and boy he looked really good in a losing effort as the Knowles of florida state lost to notre dame and a heartbreaker for Knowles fans but Knowles fans some optimism mckenzie milton just might be just what mike norvell needs leading this program another thing singled out by the bleacherreport.com article is alabama boy alabama looked really good in their game in atlanta against miami a 44 13 just stomping of the canes and i think alabama has just a, a ticket already booked for the college football playoff penn state wow what a great big 10 battle they had as they went up to Camp Randall in opening week, and the 19-ranked Nittany Lions beat the number 12 Badgers 16-10. to It was a great, another defensive slugfest, but in the end, Penn State with the road win. And how about a nice feel-good story from this opening weekend that we just had the other day? And that was Oklahoma playing Tulane. The game was played in Norman. How about Oklahoma putting the Tulane logo down on the field at Gaylord Family Oklahoma Memorial Stadium? That was a kind gesture. And darn it if the Green Wave didn't nearly pull the real big shocker against the number two Sooners. What a great performance by Tulane with all the distractions that they had to go through with Hurricane Ida. But the home team there, the the actual home team, in this case Oklahoma, ends up getting the victory. And that's a little bit of the recap of week one. Again, you can go read this if you'd like from BleacherReport.com's Brad Shepard. Now on to week two. And in this week two action, we've got a really, really good lineup of games. Let me kind of walk through the entire lineup, starting early and moving on into the nighttime hours. Games of note in the southeast. How about Illinois coming into Charlottesville? The Illini and Coach Belima are going to be Bronco Mendenhall's visitors as they go into Charlottesville for a game against the Hoos. The ACC Network is where you'll find this one kicking off at 11 Eastern 10 o'clock central the hilltoppers of western care uh, western kentucky the the toppers will be in west point as the army black knights hosting western kentucky with a cbs sports network kick at 11:30 west point time kent state's got vmi coming in for a game a a top 12 battle going on at the horseshoe it's the oregon ducks and the ohio state buckeyes fox it's the big noon kickoff on fox 12 Columbus time, 11 o'clock Central time for that one. 
a battle of teams from about an hour apart taking place on the Plains. Number 25, Auburn. Way to go, Coach Harson, getting his team in the top 25 here for week two. Auburn and Alabama State, the Hornets coming over, flying over, I should say, from Montgomery. SEC Network is where you'll find, to my knowledge, this first matchup between the HBCU Alabama State Hornets and the SEC's Auburn Tigers. Early kick in Greenville, North Carolina. The Pirates of East Carolina, Mike Houston's team, welcoming in the South Carolina Gamecocks. ESPN2 will be broadcasting this. 12 o'clock Greenville, North Carolina time, 11 o'clock Central is the start time for the Gamecocks and their graduate assistant turned quarterback, starting quarterback, Zeb Nolan. The Pitt Panthers and the Tennessee Vols. This is going to be a game where Johnny Majors is remembered. Of course, Majors coach both the Pitt Panthers and the Tennessee Vols. And this game on ESPN kicks off on Rocky Top at 12 noon. Georgia Tech's got Kennesaw State coming down from Cobb County. This game is an, a 12 noon Atlanta time kick. Norfolk State will be visiting Wake Forest. The ACC Network is X, the extra of the ACC Networks, where you'll find this game kicking off at 12 noon. Also in the South, how about Tulsa? Man, they got embarrassed in week one as on that thursday night going into the main weekend of labor day tulsa was defeated at home by uc davis the aggies with a big big win in tulsa tulsa tries to rebound they got a rebound by going over to stillwater as fox sports one is where you'll see this game between the oklahoma state cowboys and the golden hurricane kicking at 12 noon 11 o'clock stillwater time the South Florida Bulls, what a great opportunity for them. ABC will be televising this 1 o'clock kick in Tampa. 12 o'clock Central is where the number 13 Florida Gators are on the road at Raymond James taking on the USF Bulls and Coach Scott. Two lanes back at home after having to travel and play in Norman last week. Morgan State out of the MEAC goes to New Orleans for this one. The Huskies of Northern Illinois welcome in Wyoming this weekend. Virginia Tech and MTSU, they kick off at 2 o'clock Blacksburg time, 1 o'clock Central. The ACC Network Extra is where that game will be available for you. Also in the ACC, Syracuse and Rutgers get together early afternoon on Saturday. Notre Dame's got Toledo uh, exploding in. This is going to be on the Peacock Network, 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central is where that matchup will be unfolding the georgia bulldogs and the blazers of uab will be on espn2 this is a 330 eastern 230 central kick between the hedges how about this one the number five aggies of texas a&m are going to be marching all the way to denver and it's going to be a neutral site contest between the sec's aggies and the colorado buffaloes fox network has this one kicking off at 330 eastern 230 central Oh, this should be good with Jimbo Fisher's number five agrarians there on in mile-high country. The Murray State Racers will be at number seven Cincinnati. This game kicking off there in the Queen City at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. Number 11 Penn State's got the Cardinals of Ball State coming over. Fox Sports 1 will be broadcasting this starting at 3.30 Eastern from Happy Valley. The FAU Owls and the Georgia Southern Eagles. That is a matchup of what is that uh a8 no florida atlantic cusa cusa and sunbelt going against each other 330 eastern 230 central 
is that one. The Battle of Massachusetts as Boston College is going to be traveling over and playing UMass, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. Nebraska looks for a rare win. Nebraska's got Buffalo coming into Corn Country. The Big Ten Network's where you'll find this one kicking off at 2.30 Lincoln time. TCU and Cal. This game's going to be televised on ESPNU, and that one kicks off right there in the Metroplex in the middle of the afternoon. Also, you have the first of the Armed Forces clashes going on. The Air Force Falcons, they'll be along the banks of the Chesapeake as they're taking on the Navy midshipmen from Navy Marine Corps Stadium. CBS, actual, actual the real CBS, I guess is their, this is their sort of kickoff to next week when they'll have the SEC back on CBS for maybe the last year. I think, I think we're getting close to the end of that contract. But it's the Middies and the Falcons on CBS at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central. Also, you've got New Mexico and New Mexico State getting together in Albuquerque. That ought to be a fun game there in the state of New Mexico rivalry game. The Rio Grande rivalry is what that's called. Mississippi and the governors of Austin P. they've got a game kicking off at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Grove time. The Panthers of Georgia State will be at UNC, 7.30 Eastern, 6.30, that game on ESPN3. UK and Missouri, this is the only SEC v. SEC net, uh, game of the week, and the SEC Network is where you'll find this one between Mizzou and the Cats. Again, 7.30 Eastern time from Kroger Field. Indiana and Idaho have a battle on the Big Ten Network Saturday evening, a battle of two teams in the nation's capital area. Maryland and the Howard Bison get together on the Big Ten Network. That's going to be Saturday evening. LSU and McNeese, we'll tell you more about that one in the following segment as Coach Orgeron is going to be going up against his son, Cody, quarterback of the McNeese Cowboys. FSU, Jacksonville State, they're at the Doak on the ACC Network primetime Saturday evening. The Washington Huskies will be at Michigan. Vanderbilt's going to be on the road. Vanderbilt throttled by ETSU week one, and they try to get back in the win column as they're going to be going on out to Colorado, taking on Colorado State. How about that? Two SEC teams playing this weekend in the state of Colorado with the Aggies playing in Denver against the Buffs and the Rams welcoming in the the Vanderbilt Commodores. The CBS Sports Network will be televising this one at 10 Eastern, 9 o'clock Vandy, or should I say Nashville time. The Aztecs of San Diego State are at Arizona this weekend. You also have Utah and BYU with a rivalry game there, as they call that the Holy War. That's going to be on ESPN starting at 10.15 Eastern, 9.15 Central. Fox has got a primetime game. Stanford is at number 14 USC. That game from the Coliseum kicking off at 10.30 Eastern. ESPN 2's got Arizona State hosting UNLV. UNLV lost to an FCS team week one. I don't think this is going to be too great of a contest. And lastly, Nevada's got Idaho State coming down for a game Saturday evening late. And also, Oregon State will be hosting the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. Fox Sports 1 is where you can see that one kicking off at 11 Eastern, 10 o'clock Central. That is a pretty full lineup of just about every game taking place on this 11th day of September. Oh, college football week two, it ought to be a dandy. And we here at the Y'all Show are tickled with the Y'all Kickoff Show to tell you all about it.
When we come back on the show, we're going to hear from a couple of coaches. Steve Sarkeesian is the new coach of the Texas Longhorns. His horns have a big battle on the road as they face off against their old Southwest Conference rival, Arkansas. And we'll let you know about what he's saying about his team. Also, some controversy going on within the Texas fan base here this week. We'll bring you a little update on that. Also, we'll hear from Ed Orgeron as the Orgeron Bowl goes on in Death Valley. It's Ed versus his son, Cody, quarterback of the McNeese Cowboys. That's coming up here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. catchy tune there from the Longhorn Band and some news about the eyes of Texas this week. The Texas chapter of the NAACP and a group of students at UT Austin have filed a federal civil rights complaint against the University of Texas for Texas's continuing use of the eyes of Texas, which some say has racist elements in its past. Well, I just have to see what UT Austin does now with this latest saga of this song, the woke mob does not give up. And here we go with a assault on this song. The president of the University of Texas has already come out in recent months and said they're going to keep playing it as he had the full backing of the university's board of regents saying the song will stay and a school research panel determined there was no racist intent behind the eyes of Texas. I think it's a rather catchy song, don't you? We'll have to see what goes on. Hey, I don't know how much or if you'll hear the eyes of Texas at Razorback Stadium Saturday. That is where you will find the Hogs of Arkansas and the Horns, ranked number 15 in the country. They get together 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on ESPN in this gigantic game for both schools as SEC Arkansas is going ahead and and laying out the red carpet, if you will, for Texas to come on in the SEC here in a few years and the burnt orange bovines making their way up to Fayetteville for this one. It's going to be a great one. Steve Sarkeesian, he may be new on the 40 acres. He may not know much of the history since he wasn't likely around back in 1969 for the game of the century, but he knows these two schools are rivals he knows the opportunity that his top 20 teams got in front of them. 
going up against Sam Pittman's Hoggies. And Coach Sarkeesian this week talked about that challenge when he spoke to the media. It's always about us. You know, we really focus on us. You know, and I'm going to tell these guys before we go out um, to make sure they enjoy the experience. You know, that's the beauty of college football. They need to take it in. Just like they took it in, I told them the same thing when we came out of the tunnel here Saturday. You know, you you have to – you have to appreciate the arena that you're in. Um, you don't want to dwell there. You don't want to stay there. So you might as well get it out of the way and just appreciate the opportunities that we have. Uh, and this is a great opportunity for our guys, you know, to go on the road in this type of environment. Um, kind of have to relish that role. Um, but we'll then quickly flip right back into what do we need to do, you know, fundamentally, technically, schematically, physically to perform. Um, because it's a lot easier to play when we're performing well, they get a little bit more quiet and, and the game can get a little bit easier. So um, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll kind of keep our focus on us, but we'll definitely make sure we, we enjoy that experience of it all. All right, that's the coach of the Texas Longhorns with that primetime battle they've got there in northwest Arkansas. It's the Longhorns and the Hogs here in week two. Ed Orgeron is on the hot seat. That is at least according to USA Today. That's at least according to most LSU fans, frankly, as they've got an article up talking about Ed Orgeron's on the hot seat, but just how bad can it get for LSU football? Ooh, it can get worse. LSU got beat by 11 as they went after UCLA this past weekend and failed in their attempt to get a victory in the Rose Bowl. And it didn't help that going into the game – Orgeron yelled at a fan, talk about a sissy blue shirt and more. That's been a news story here this week. But the Tigers are going to be back home, and LSU Nation best come out and support this team, support quarterback Max Johnson, as he did have a little bit of a struggle in California, but nothing can fix that struggle like a home crowd, like a friendly home crowd at Tiger Stadium. This weekend, LSU will be facing off against the McNeese Cowboys of the Southland Conference. Normally, this wouldn't be all that big of a matchup. This wouldn't even be talked about. But it is a unique matchup because the Tigers, kicking off at 8 Eastern, 7 o'clock, Death Valley, Saturday night in Death Valley, by the way, they've got the Cowboys riding over from Lake Charles, and the Cowboys have a pretty good quarterback, a guy with the same last name as the head coach of the Tigers. It's Ed Orgeron's son, Cody. And Cody Orgeron, he's had a lot of experience quarterbacking this Lake Charles ball club. They played a spring schedule. Ed Orgeron went over and checked out his son and his son's teammates playing several times in Lake Charles. And that was a question asked among many this week when the media had a chance to talk to both Ed Orgeron and Cody. We're going to get a chance now to hear hear from Orgeron talking about this Really great opportunity to go out against his own son. Something that rarely happens in any kind of sport. And here is the coach. After we hear from Ed Orgeron, we're going to hear from Cody, quarterback of the McNeese Cowboys. But up first, it's Daddy and this big game he's got at home with the McNeese Cowboys. I'm proud of Cody. You think about Cody, he walked on at McNeese. He was a six-string quarterback and standing in line. And now he's one of the few players left in that class. And uh, he earned a scholarship. He's graduated. He's going to get his graduate degree, so we're proud of him. You know, and uh, Cody has always been a late bloomer. He was a tennis player, 
Uh, his brother was a star football player, but he kept caught up his senior year. He brought his team to the semis. But, but you know what? Playing against Cody is going to be pretty cool. I know he, he's going to be talking some smack. I know he'll come to the sideline and talk a little smack. He knows all our players. He's excited to play in Dead Valley. You know, for a guy, from, uh, uh, a quarterback for McNeese to come to LSU and play in Dead Valley, he's really excited about that. But, you know, once the game starts, it's going to be competition. I'm the head coach at LSU, and he's the quarterback at McNeese. We both got to do what we can to win the game. All right, Ed Orgeron, and only a way Ed Orgeron can talk about his son talking this week to the media, getting ready for McNeese and LSU. Now let's hear from young Mr. Cody. What a great story. I didn't realize he was a six-string walk-on quarterback in Lake Charles, and now he's quarterback in this team in Death Valley against his daddy. Here is the young Orgeron, who has a twin brother who also has been part of McNeese in the past and here's Cody talking about this opportunity at Death Valley. You know, I just got to do my best blocking out the noise, um, you know, not getting involved in all the hype, um, staying off my phone. Um, I've already had a couple people hit me up, um, you know, a lot of fans and stuff, so just staying away from that, getting off my phone and just, you know, watching film, staying in the film room, staying focused, and, you know, just controlling the controllables. Yeah, you know, this one's special. Um, I've always dreamed about playing in Death Valley. Um, obviously, it's a very unique unique situation playing against my dad. But um, at the same time, it's just another football game. You know, 11 on 11, we go out there and fight and compete and, you know, let the best man win. But obviously, going out there in an atmosphere like that, playing in Death Valley, um, first home game of the season, full capacity, you know, couldn't be more excited. But I think he really just came here as a dad, though, and, and just support of his son. He wasn't really uh, game planning or scheming, you know, seeing our tendencies and stuff. Um, you know, he's the best dad a kid could ask for. He was definitely just coming here to watch his son, and, you know, just being a normal parent for once. All right, Saturday night in Death Valley, Ed Orgeron and his son going up against each other. I can't wait to see if the cameras can spot Ed Orgeron's just recently divorced wife, Kelly, I believe is her name, mother of Cody. I wonder if she's going to have any purple on at all. Really, she shouldn't. She should be completely in support of her son. Hopefully, Kelly, there in the stands at Tiger Stadium, if the cameras can catch her, she's going to be decked out in that beautiful gold of McNeese State and that wonderful sissy blue of McNeese State. (laughs) Go Cowboys! Hey, it is the Y'all Kickoff Show. We are getting you ready for the fun of college football Saturday. When we come back, General Gridiron. Oh, he can't wait to tell you about his predictions for the weekend. And only the way that General Gridiron can do it. It's always fun when he makes his report. And that report from the General is up next on the Y'all Kickoff Show. to the bunker of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? 
After nine months of hibernating, the Wooly Bully College Football Bear came out big time last weekend. That opening weekend was full of excitement with big time comebacks, i.e. Mississippi State roaring back to dodge a bullet against La Tech. It had great upsets, see Montana Grizz getting the dub over top 25 UW, and the ETSU Buccaneers sinking the good ship Vanderbilt. And the fun continues this weekend with General Gridiron Field Marshal of Football foretelling leading the way. So grab your helmet and man those battle stations. We're ready for this week's battle plan of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Oregon at Ohio State. The shoe is squeaky clean and ready to welcome the home team inside it for this Week 2 Big Ten v. Pac-12 throwdown in Columbus. This will be Fox's big noon kickoff this week, and got to give props to that network for creating a new, much better game day option than game day. Those big network cameras will be in position to zoom in on redshirt freshman running back Mayan Williams trying to top week one's 125-yard ground game. Daffy's Ducks are going to be a bit winded flying all the way from Eugene, and the Yankee faithful ain't exactly known for Southern hospitality anyway. The General's victor, Ohio State. Pittsburgh at Tennessee. Just over one year ago, we lost college football legend Johnny Majors. After starring for the Volunteers in the 1950s, Majors entered coaching and his head skipper led the Pitt Panthers to the 1976 National Championship. Then Mama called and he guided UT to three SEC titles during his time coaching the Big Orange. Coach Majors will be properly remembered during this high noon salute, but after the fond tears flow, the Vols' current head man Josh Heupel and Pitt's top cat Pat Narduzzi will each be trying to build their resume with a notch in the win column. Tennessee's redshirt junior QB Joe Milton best be practicing the soft touch with his passes this week, or else Smokey's going to be in the pits come Saturday night. The General's victor, Tennessee, in a close one. Texas A&M and Colorado meet up in Denver. The Buffs just can't give up on their days fighting in the Big 12. That soon-to-be-extinct, or at least totally irrelevant conference, went downhill after Ralphie and Reveille both left for greener conference pastures elsewhere. This 2021 contest is CU's long game this season at Empower Field at Mile High, so the 420 crowd best be advised. The Texas Aggies climb this mountain of a road challenge, with Haynes King lining up behind a massive load of brisket-fed farmers plowing the way for him. The Pac-12 beasts should put up a good three-quarters of effort, but those wacky edibles will come back to haunt the cannabis buffaloes. I mean the Colorado buffaloes, dude. The General's victor, Texas A&M. Air Force at Navy. Both of these Federal Service Academies are still shining their brass for not capturing the Commander-in-Chief's trophy last season. That award now resides on the banks of the Hudson River. So, the sailors and the airmen entered this battle in Annapolis with a chance to get that trophy back. Something Yusafa's done more than all three academies. Air Force has 20 trophies, Navy 16, and Army's a lowly nine-time winner of the Commander-in-Chief's trophy. With only one contest played this new season, hard to tell which of these two great American fighting factories marches out with the W, but with so many weapons in their payload, the General's going to pin a stripe on the bird. The General's victor, Air Force. Iowa at Iowa State. It ain't quite Florida, Florida State, or Alabama, Auburn, but when these two top 25 Midwest mammoths clash in corn country, not many will remember the first time these two got together. October 1st, 1894. 
College football's craziest name, Hardware, will be up for grabs in this one. The Cyhawk Trophy, whose genesis stems from a hybrid of ISU's Cy the Cardinal mascot and UI's Herky the Hawk. The Big Ten competitor flies in with a big aim in Ames. But slick coach Matt Campbell will get his boys ready Saturday afternoon to hammer Herky with a cyclonic pounding in the 68th playing of the Iowa Corn Cyhawk Series. The Generals' victor, Iowa State. Still to come on the Generals' college football forecast, the Southwest Heritage Classic and the Holy War are both going down this week, too. And one of these contests features two amazing NFL greats turned coach facing off against each other. Plus, old rivals Arkansas and Texas renew their fun at Razorback Stadium. Keep it here. General Gridiron will be right back with the winning teams. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Howdy, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the finest radio stations all over pigskin paradise, including WJLX FM 101.5 and 1240 AM, Oldies 101.5 in Jasper, Alabama. And in Marksville, Louisiana, KZLG FM 95.9, the radio home of Bunky Panther football. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. Tennessee State versus Jackson State in Memphis. The 32nd annual Southern Heritage Classic Cultural Celebration returns to Memphis's Liberty Bowl, and there really is a lot to celebrate in this 2021 game. The teams will represent, food and singers will be everywhere, and of course, the marching bands will show out. But both of these Tigers walk tall in the Bluff City with A-listers' new head coaches. Heisman winner and Tennessee Titans great Eddie George now coaches the HBCU in Nashville, while Neon Dion, oops, uh, I best say Coach Dion Sanders, guides the HBCU in Mississippi's state capital. The Tigers, both of them, will come out at sunset and be ready to pounce on the other big cat. And when this latest Southern Heritage Classics in the books, the winning A-lister coach will be Dion Sanders and his Jackson State Tigers. NC State at Mississippi State. These two land-grant colleges have only met six times in history, with the last three coming in bowl clashes, Liberty, Peach, and Belk. Dave Doran's rabid canines could not have had a better opening week outing, a 45 nothing shutout of USF at Carter-Finley Stadium. This week's home team had the exact opposite end of excitement week one. Bully had to rally in the second half. Then the Maroon faithful had their hearts at their throats when the opposing kicker knuckleballed a kick to win harmlessly to the turf well shy of the Cowbell Palace's goalpost. It looks like Mike Leach might not have that Midas touch he's relied on before, and the wild dogs of Tobacco Road are going to capitalize in the land of cotton. The Generals' victor, NC State in a Cow College Classic. Missouri at Kentucky. The Dorena Hickman Ferry in the far western Kentucky town of Hickman is a 25-minute thrill ride across the majestic Mississippi River over to the cotton fields of Missouri's Boot Hill and the community of Dorena, Missouri. And that's about all that connects these two (coughs) border rivals. 
Mizzou's got a little extra on its Kroger Plus card when the Jungle Beast hitched the ferry and scoot down the aisles at Kroger Field Saturday night in this lone SEC versus SEC duel of Week 2. Tyler Beatty is going to get his sneakers scuffed up again as he glides to nearly 200 yards of rushing a second straight week as MU gains a whole bunch of fuel points in this one. The Generals victor, Missouri in an upset. Utah at BYU. Holy moly, the holy war this year ought to be fantastic. The Beehive boots up for grabs as the Utes make the 50-minute drive south for a late night on ESPN rivalry game. U of U boss Kyle Whittingham, a former linebacker for the Cougs in the early 80s, has been coaching the public college since 2005, and what a job he's done. The Salt Lake Tribe is camped inside the top 25 for this holy war engagement. Brigham Young's boys will put up a gallant fight, but the general testifies... Utah wins this holy war. Texas at Arkansas. For the first time since 2004, the burnt orange bovines take the pig trail to Fayetteville for a date in the Ozarks. These old Southwest Conference rivals really don't like each other, but how cool is it going to be, especially for the piggies, to be rejoined as conference brethren when UT Austin saddles up in the SEC at some point? This one might not be as good or historic as that famous 1969 game at Razorback Stadium, the game of the century. That one had a Nilsson rating of 52.1. If ESPN's primetime slot for this one gets that kind of rating, then Hoggies coach Sam Pittman ought to be selected governor of Texas or Arkansas or both. But sorry, Sam, you better stick to coaching. The Generals victor, Texas in a blowout. We've already looked at Week 2's biggest battles being fought, but we're not done, y'all. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our Rapid Fire Picks. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through this weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. USC gallops over Stanford. Florida flummoxes South Florida. Cincinnati races past Murray State. Virginia takes care of Illinois. Auburn annihilates Alabama State. South Carolina and its graduate assistants sink East Carolina. Oklahoma State spurs Tulsa. In the Battle of Charleston, the Citadel bombards Charleston Southern. Oregon State gnaws on Hawaii. Virginia Tech moves to 2-0 against Middle Tennessee. Notre Dame crucifies Toledo. The Memphis Tigers put Arkansas State in their litter box. Georgia embarrasses UAB. TCU beats California. 
Alabama puts the Mercer Bears in the cage. The Furman Paladins throttle the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles. Houston wins the Bayou Bucket Classic against Rice. Oklahoma's back to its old self against Western Carolina. Appalachian State shocks Miami. And the New Mexico Lobos win the Rio Grande rivalry versus New Mexico State. Well, troops, you can put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this week's edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week. Same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be part of your weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to y'all.com, the South's homepage. That'll be all, y'all. Now, General, we will be keeping score of just how well you did here in week two. We're going to wrap this y'all kickoff show up after the break. Stay tuned as we broadcast on awesome radio stations across the southeast, getting you ready for the big games of this college football Saturday. They'll be partying in the Grove here on the second Saturday of college football. It's the home opener for the Mississippi Land Sharks. And they'll be swimming around at Ball Hemingway Stadium, ranked as the number 20 team in the country. Matt Corral and his team looked mighty good earlier this week. They had that Monday night game against Louisville. Number 20, Mississippi, and the Austin P. Govs battle this is a 7 30 eastern kick 6 30 grove time austin p looked mighty impressive in their first week as they went on the road and won at chattanooga so the govs and the colonel reb land sharks together on this saturday evening elsewhere in the top 25 of teams facing off here on this football saturday if you want to start your day early do that because you've got a really good game going on on fox it's a top 12 affair oregon and ohio state from ohio stadium this is a battle of two great teams ought to be a lot of fun it's your first big game of the day number 25 auburn's got alabama state and an early kick on the sec network abc is going to have that battle in the sunshine state from raymond james stadium after the cowboys and buccaneers clear out of the building <laughs> you've got to have the gators going down from gainesville abc's where this one will be it's a one o'clock eastern 12 central kick between the gators and the bulls bulls got blanked 45 nothing for by nc state in their first contest of the year virginia techs moved up after their big win over UNC, the Hokies and MTSU from Lane Stadium, 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock Central, the kick on that. Notre Dame's ranked number 8. They've got the Rockets flying over from Toledo, and this will be a home game for the Irish on the Peacock Network starting at 2.30 Eastern. UAB's between the hedges. Georgia's ranked number 2 in the country. ESPN2 is where you'll be seeing Coach Clark's Blazers trying to heat up the dogs from Sanford Stadium. 
Again, 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 Central is the kick for this one. The Aggies and Colorado have a mid-afternoon meetup on Fox. Empower Field at Mile High Stadium is where you'll see this one in Denver. And it is a 3.30 Eastern, 2.30 kick between the Aggies and the Colorado Buffaloes. Murray State takes on number 7 Cincinnati on this football Saturday. Nippert Stadium is where you'll see this one kicking off in the Queen City at 3.30 Eastern. Penn State's moved up to number 11. They've got the Cardinals of Ball State in a mid-afternoon game on Fox Sports 1. The Alabama Crimson Tide have their opener at Bryant-Denny Stadium. The Mercer Bears out of the Southern Conference come over from Macon, the SEC Networks, where you can tune in and see the Tide starting at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Dreamland Ribs time. Iowa State and Iowa, they have the Cyhawk Trophy battle going on at Jack Trice Stadium. This one's on ABC. It starts at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central. Clemson's got a Palmetto State meetup with the South Carolina State Bulldogs. ACC Network is where you'll see this one kicking at 5 from Memorial Stadium, Death Valley, Clemson, South Carolina. Oklahoma's at home. They're number four this week. They've got the Catamounts of Western Carolina from the Southern Conference going all the way out to Norman for this 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Norman time kick. Big battle. We'll remind you again, Arkansas's got Texas. ESPN's got this one starting at 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock Razorback Stadium time. Wisconsin and Eastern Michigan Wisconsin's ranked 18. They've got a game going on in primetime this Saturday. Miami's back home. They've got Appalachian State coming into Hard Rock Stadium. Seven Easterns the kick on ESPNU. The Mississippi Landsharks, as we mentioned, ranked number 20. Austin P coming in. North Carolina, 24. They've got Georgia State coming into Keenan Stadium. This is a 7.30 Chapel Hill kick, and that's on the digital platform ESPN3. BYU-Utah on the Saturday evening, the Holy War there on ESPN. Stanford and USC on the Fox Network starting at 10.30 Eastern. And lastly, the last-ranked team playing on this football Saturday, the Arizona State Sun Devils ranked 23. They've got UNLV for a late game on ESPN2. From the FCS ranks, you've got the Battle of Charleston going on at Johnson Haygood Stadium, the Charleston Southern Bucks and the Citadel getting together on this football Saturday. Elsewhere, you have Lehigh. Lehigh will be at Richmond this weekend. The Furman Paladins are taking on the Tennessee Tech Golden Eagles, that game going on in Cookville, Tennessee. The Maine Black Bears will be at the Dukes of James Madison. Elon will be playing the Campbell Fighting Camels this weekend. Lafayette and the William & Mary Tribe get together. SEMO, Southeast Missouri. The SEMO Redhawks will be playing here on this football Saturday against the Sam Houston State Bearcats. Also, you've got Chattanooga going over to Florence. The UNA Lions and Chattanooga get together for the first time that I'm aware of, and that ought to be a great game there on the northern banks of the Tennessee River. Also, you've got Tennessee State and Jackson State. They play in the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, the Southern Heritage Classic, and that's here on this football Saturday. Also, the Samford Bulldogs will be at UT Martin this weekend. Northwestern State at Orgeron's alma mater. They're going to be taking on Alcorn State here this weekend. And lastly, the Central Arkansas Bears, UCA, will be going up against Missouri State in Springfield here on this football Saturday. And that will wrap up things. Hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful second college football Saturday. And we'll be right back here on next week's show to give you so much more and so much great information. General Gridiron, of course, will be back at his post 
It is the show that's covering all things college football with an accent on the South. We're the Y'all Kickoff Show. John Rawl thanking you for listening. Have a great, great football Saturday. This is the Y'all Show. Today, we mark the 20th anniversary of the September 11, 2001 attacks. Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? Were you in the yard with your wife and children or working on some stage in L.A.? Did you stand there in shock at the sight of that black smoke rising against that blue sky? Did you shout out in anger and fear for your neighbor? Or did you just sit down and cry? Did you weep for the children who lost their dear loved ones? Pray for the ones who don't know. Did you rejoice for the people who walked from the rubble and sobbed for the ones left below? Did you burst out with pride? The red, white, and blue And the heroes who died Just doing what they do Did you look up to heaven For some kind of answer And look at yourself And what really matters I'm just a singer of simple songs I'm not a real political man I watch CNN But I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in Iraq and Iran But I know Jesus and I talk to God And I remember this from when I was young Faith, hope, and love are some good things He gave us And the greatest is love Where were you when the world stopped turning On that September day Teaching a class full of innocent children Or driving down some cold interstate Did you feel guilty cause you're a survivor? In a crowded room did you feel alone? Did you call up your mother and tell her you loved her? Did you dust off that Bible at home? Did you open your eyes and hope it never happened? Close your eyes and not go to sleep. Did you notice the sunset the first time in ages and speak to some stranger on the street? Did you lay down at night and think of tomorrow? Go out and buy you a gun. Did you turn off that violent old movie you're watching? Turn on I Love Lucy reruns Did you go to a church and hold hands with some strangers Stand in line and give your own blood Did you just stay home and cling tight to your family Thank God you had somebody to love I'm just a singer of simple songs I'm not a real political man I watch CNN, but 
but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in our rock and our end. But I know Jesus and I talk to God and I remember this from when I was young. Faith, hope, and love are some good things He gave us, and the greatest is love. I'm just a singer of simple songs. I'm not a real political man. I watch CNN, but I'm not sure I can tell you the difference in our rock and our red. But I know Jesus and I talk to God And I remember this from when I was young Faith, hope, and love are some good things He gave us And the greatest is love And the greatest is love And the greatest is love Where were you when the world stopped turning on that September day? That one got to me back in 2001, 20 years later. The Alan Jackson song, Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning Still, brings a little bit of a tear in my eye and probably yours too. My name is John Rawl. We're here at the Y'all Show, talk with an accent on all things Southern, playing the Alan Jackson song from 20 years ago because, of course, this weekend we remember the September 11, 2001 attack on the United States from Al-Qaeda. It was a Tuesday morning, just like the song says, Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning? And everybody has their own story. Chances are, if you're 30 years of age or older, you know exactly where you were on September 11, 2001, when you got that alert that something was going on and a day that changed this country. And how ironic it is that 20 years later, just a few days ago, we left Afghanistan. Our forces, our people were still, it's still just a mess, frankly, in that country. And now Afghanistan, this weekend, celebrates a new terrorist-led country as they are having a celebration with countries like China, Iran, and Russia invited for their celebration of their new government. And they're having it on September 11th, 20 years after the militant terrorist group Al-Qaeda launched the September 11th attacks on the United States, attacks that happened at the World Trade Center, at the Pentagon, and then also, of course, that Flight 93 that was supposed to go to either the White House or the Capitol, and it crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. The total death count of the the victims here in this case, 2,977 Americans died on September 11, 2001, because of the Al-Qaeda-affected or led attack, Osama bin Laden, one of them. Nineteen folks came to this country and led this attack, 19 Al-Qaeda terrorists. These 19 people caused the loss of life of nearly 3,000 did you realize 25,000 people were injured 
on the September 11th attack at the attack at the World Trade Center when American Airline Flight 11 and United Airline Flight 175 crashed into the World Trade Center, the Pentagon American Airlines Flight 77, and then United Airlines Flight 93 was the one that crashed in Shanksville, Pennsylvania. Twenty years ago, we remember, and here this weekend, President Joe Biden will be visiting Shanksville. He'll be visiting the World Trade Center site in New York City, and he will go to the Pentagon in Washington, D.C., in the area of D.C., to see and pay respects on this, the 20th anniversary of this unbelievable, terrible day in our nation's history, a day that will never be forgotten, a day, again, if you're now 30 years old or older, you should know exactly where you were on that day, likely that morning. I know where I was exactly when I found out something was going on, and it uh, it had a big effect. Remember, the country shut down, the airlines were shut down. We didn't know if this was going to be a continuing thing or not. It's hard to believe it's been 20 years ago, and thank, thankfully, mercifully, I would have to also add, I'm very thankful that we haven't seen another September 11th attack again. In 20 years, we haven't had some kind of massive terrorist strike in this country, one that cost thousands of lives, thank goodness. I know we've had mass shootings. We've had other awful incidences happen in this country, but that day was the worst day that this country had seen since Pearl Harbor in 1941. And 20 years ago now, we remember that. Alan Jackson wrote his song, he woke up in the middle of the night to go down and write this song, and it appeared on his 2002 album, Drive. The country music singer from Newton, Georgia, wrote that, Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning? He debuted it on the CMA Awards in the fall of 2001, and I love that song live, and then he put it on the album. That's what we just played, and it has just... It will always be the best song, in my opinion, to connect you to exactly what you were doing on that day. I can't half talk about it, y'all. This is tough, tough. But uh, that was a song there, 2001. Around the same time, Alan Jackson released this song in November of 2001, actually about a month before. There was another song. You probably haven't heard it too much, but I, yours truly, John Rawl, helped promote this song that was written by a great friend of mine and a great friend of the Y'all Show. Jason Nall wrote the song I'm about to play. It's called United We Stand. It was recorded and put out by an act called The Andrew Jessup Project, and it went out on the General Rawl Media Record imprint on CDX. Radio stations across the country got this thing in October of 2001, And today, for most of you, 20 years after the September 11th attack, you're likely hearing United We Stand from the Andrew Jessup Project for the first time. And it is the perfect bookend to this segment that we've got on the September 11th, 2001, 20th anniversary. This song again, United We Stand, written by Jason Nall, and he and I, became friends because of this song. Jason Nall had heard about me. 
tracked me down. I helped lead him to a recording session, I think, and then we put it out on my own so-called label. And uh, 20 years later, although this song didn't become a number one hit by any means, I'm still kind of proud of it. I know Jason's got to be proud of it. And it is a song that will kind of make you feel proud to be an American. It's United We Stand, Andrew Jessup Project now on Talk With a Southern Accent. I was standing by the coffee machine just looking up When the first tower fell Well, I just dropped my cup My tie grew tight in my Navy business I began to think about what in the world we could do On live TV we all witnessed the attacks And our world was changed in 45 minutes flat Suddenly the disbelief just melted into pain we put all our differences to the side and America got tough again Mr. President we're asking you to leave there's 280 million of us to give you anything you need our republic was hit with a cheap shot from behind Those cowards may have run But let me tell you they cannot hide We know the stakes are high The terrorists brought tears But united we stand In God we trust And there is no fear In the moments that followed the tragedy I thought about the American dream And what it meant to me I thought about the price of freedom And how to right or wrong I thought about all the other wars And how we'd fought and won Thought about my granddad and what John Wayne might do The fact is, the enemies changed the game since 1942 So we'll just band together and believe in our armed force The eyes of justice will hunt you down and the Lord will guide our course Mr. President, we're asking you to leave There's 280 million of us We'll give you anything you need Our republic was hit with a cheap shot from behind Those cowards may have run Let me tell you, they cannot hide we know the stakes are high The terrorists brought tears 
But united we stand, in God we trust, and there is no fear. I said united we stand, in God we trust, there is no fear. United we stand, in God we trust, there is no fear. United we stand, in God we trust, there is no fear. There is no fear, there is no fear, there is no West Memphis, fear. Arkansas's own Jason Nall wrote it. South Carolina boy John Rawl helped promote it, and Andrew Jessup Project sung it. United We Stand recorded in the days after the September 11, 2001 attack, and 20 years ago here this weekend, we honor the loss of nearly 3,000 great Americans who died on that tragic day 20 years ago. And thanks to songs like Andrew Jessup Project's United We Stand and Alan Jackson's Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning, we can solemnly remember and reflect on that tragic day in our nation's history. We will come back on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. We have a little bit of a tragedy going on right now across the whole world, coronavirus. Our own Craig Faulkner is having a little dose of that, unfortunately, right now. And so, Craig, we're going to rewind back to him last week when he talked about dove hunting. It's our fishing forecast with Craig Faulkner, an encore of last week's discussion on dove hunting. That's coming up next before the hour's up. Country music news and notes and a look at new movies hitting theaters this second weekend of September. We'll be right back. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Make a living from walking in the woods. You can bet I'd be sitting pretty good high on a hill, looking at a field downwind. If I can make a nickel off of turning in bass, never worry about the price of gas. I'd be wheeling and dealing and sitting there reeling them in, hunting, fishing, loving every day. That's the prayer that a country boy prays Thank God he made me this way 
fishing and loving every day. We cover the South here on the Y'all Show, wrapping up your week. Perhaps many of you traveling, big holiday weekend across the Southland, across the country, Labor Day 2021. This is John Rawl. This is Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. Perhaps you might have even more exciting plans like a football game or maybe something in the great outdoors. And speaking of the great outdoors, it's time now here on the Y'all Show, wrapping up the week for our buddy Craig Faulkner to drop by with his fishing forecast. And Craig, you got a big old smile over there on your face. I think I know what it is, but I think I have another reason for you to be smiling big. Welcome back to the Y'all Show. How are you today, John? I'm good. Why are you smiling so big? You know what? It, it just feels good, fresh, and cooled off outside, and September's finally here. It is. That's why, one, number one, I thought that would be one of the reasons you got a big smile. This is a big month now that we're in September for outdoorsmen. Yeah, exactly. Uh, matter of fact, uh, I'm going on a camping trip this weekend with my grandkids. Going to do a little fishing, and uh, it's a. I hadn't seen the place yet. My daughter found it, and it's camping, but... They have the tents, and to look at them, they're not tents. They have air-conditioned tents. Oh. <laughs> and they're built above the ground. They've got it on top of a platform. They renovated a uh, golf course and made a campground out of it. So it's got some fishing lakes on it, too. Got a water park there. Uh, sounds like a real fun uh, trip. I'm really looking excited. And your daughter is the one that found this for She you? is. Apparently, it's a brand-new place in this area. And they hadn't done any promotion yet, but uh, that's another reason I'm going down there. Okay. <laughs> got a double couple reasons. And what a daughter. Your daughter's got the outdoorsman bug in her? Well, maybe a little bit, yeah. I, I used to take her squirrel hunting when she was little. And okay. uh, kind of got away from that after I had divorced and moved out of town. But, uh, oh, yeah, she's, she's been around it. All right. Well, that sounds like you've got a fun weekend. Also, the month of September means that a lot of these seasons start opening up. So tell me what you can gather from across the South of what people can expect to have happen here September-wise. Well, the first big popular season and uh, is dove season. And uh, dove hunting can be more of a social event, in some cases, than even a hunt. And it's a fun mixture when you have both of them. Um, as long as you got some shotgun shells to go with. <laughs> Which is number two reason why I thought you might be walking in here today with a big old smile on your face. We got some breaking news from Craig Fulton. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I finally got some uh, ammo for my deer rifle. <laughs> After all that looking and searching, my brother found me some online. I really didn't want to order it online. And uh, at the same time, a buddy of mine uh, went out and bought a new rifle at this gun store and the only way you could get any shells is if you bought a rifle they'd let you buy two boxes of shells and he picked me up a box of uh rifle cartridges yesterday <laughs> so, that's a good brother you got a good daughter and a good brother all kind of keeping their outdoors eye awake and looking out for craig faulkner our fish and forecast with craig right now so dove hunting what kind of preparation is needed for dove hunting? Well, dove hunting preparation is mainly the people that uh, have the field, and that's a lot of prep work. That goes back to uh, last spring when they were planting either sunflower or corn or wheat, and uh, 
cleaning the fields up. Uh, then you got to come back and cut them and mow them and a lot of manicuring to uh, make it a good dove field. As far as the hunter, uh, you pretty much grab you a stool or a chair and your shotgun and uh, and your shell box and you you ready to go. You know it's not a, not much prep for dove hunting. The hunter is the person that's uh, hosting the hunt. I see. And a lot of money goes into that, too. It's, I know every state's a little different, but I assume there are limits on how many dove you can assassinate? There are. There are. There certainly are. And I believe, now, I believe it's 10 pretty much everywhere. Okay. Uh, but, you know, that's a migratory bird, so it's a federal-type hunt. It's oh, a is state it? hunt, and it's federal regulated didn't know that now a dove hunt when you go hunting that's when you wear your vest that's got all the things that you stick the birds in your vest is that yeah you can do that or you can just carry a bag or a small cooler or uh you know uh if you want to wear a dove vest you can certainly wear one all right one of the neat things i assume about dove hunting is that camaraderie you have with your canine american Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they enjoy it more than you they do. They do, yeah. The retrievers uh, get a big kick out of it. And, uh, of course, anybody that's got a retriever for duck hunting, uh, they'll certainly be out there for the dove hunt also. Same retriever? Uh, same retriever, yes. Okay. I, I mean, I, I haven't studied up on You, you just got to make sure they're getting the right person's birds. Cause <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, they cut loose sometimes when somebody shoots one across the field. Ah. and carry it back to their owner instead of the person that shot ah, Okay. <laughs> so what kind of training do you have to do with your dogs to get them ready for dove season? I've actually never owned a retriever, but uh, i got friends that do. Uh, one of them uh, comes over to his brother-in-law's uh, farm, which is just down the road from me, and uh, brings his retriever out there. He's got a couple of lakes out there on his pond, and uh, he gets it. Let the dog exercise, you know, if those the uh, dummies out in the water and uh, dog go out there and retrieve it. And I, that's basically all the training, I guess, for a retriever that you need because uh, apparently they have it instinctively in them. But uh, as far as making them stop, go, go left, go right, they can go by hand signals mm-hmm. or they can go by whistles also. Ah. So if dove season kind of kicks off now that we're into the month of September, how long does this normally last in most states? Uh, most states uh, have split seasons, Ooh. which uh, I believe the first one here is uh, about three weeks, and then, then there will be a, a gap in between that, and then it will reopen for a couple weeks. Actually, I think there's three split seasons, so it's not open continually, okay. but and, and there's a one real late season. But the earlier seasons are generally the best ones for dove. And most of these are only in this early part of what's going to be the fall? It, exactly. Uh, well, not exactly either because there is one real late season. It's like uh, late December, January. Oh, in the wintertime. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, you said these dove, they are migratory, mm-hmm. so they don't stick around the south. Where do they get? Do they go to South America too? They do, or Central America, wherever yeah. they end up going, uh, just like ducks. But they're, they're, they they Mexico get... also, you know. Yeah. Okay. All right. Talking with Craig Faulkner here on y'all talk with a Southern accent. So, what kind of ammunition? We've been talking about ammo and the shortage of it. What kind of ammo is needed for a dove hunt? Well, it's funny you say that because uh, 
I was at Academy Sports last Friday morning, and uh, they were unloading uh, cases of shotgun shells. And uh, let me back up a little bit. When I got there, they opened at 9. I got there right at 9. There was 30-plus people in line waiting on the door to open. And everybody ran straight back to the sporting goods, to the ammunition area. (laughs) (laughs) But the shells that they had were – 12-gauge shells and uh, 7.5 shot, which is the size of the BB, but it was only one-ounce shells, so I I didn't buy any. I like one and a quarter. That's how many BBs are in a shell. Mm -hmm. But, boy, they were scooping those cases up. But So generally, uh, 7.5, 8-shot, sometimes... uh, some people use nine shots. Probably I'll use whatever you can buy or even find this year because uh, kind of tough to be selective on your uh, loads. Well, generally with hunting doves, you don't have to have the most powerful weapon to do that, right? No, no. The, those shells are those are lightweight shells. Actually, uh, if you were uh, and I said you know all the way up to nine shot, it's a real small BB. If you were hunting uh, like what I hunt turkey. I use uh, four shot. What does four shot mean? Four shot, the four and the nine or the eight are the size of the BB that's in the shell. The millimeter? Right, right. And the the load or the amount of uh, gunpowder in the shell is really makes a difference too. I I was saying those were one ounce. They had one ounce of uh, gunpowder in them. I wanted one and a half ounces of gunpowder. And then you, you get with, like, turkey loads, you can get more gunpowder. You get more gunpowder and you get bigger BBs. Okay. With the, lower, the lower the number, the bigger the shot. Okay. But oftentimes, we know that Dick Cheney did this back 15 years ago. He went bird hunting, and I think he shot somebody, I think. And so you can get shot with birdshot, and it's not necessarily a death sentence, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah. You, I've been uh, showered with birdshot tons of times on dove hunts. You know, from a long ways off, it's just falling. Okay. You, you can hear it coming. You, oh, can you? Well, I mean, you can hear it hitting the leaves in the ground, and, and you, you can feel it, you know. Okay. Because, I mean, this is something that's kind of close quarters, and yeah, they're low-flying yeah. birds. And yeah, you got to be careful, yeah. got to be careful, but you're— Probably not going to die if you get shot by bird shot. No, no, no. But I mean, if it hits a bad spot, it could be bad news. But well, if anybody's shooting low birds, they get called out pretty quick. Oh, is that right? Oh yeah. How do you get called out? Well, for one thing, when a low bird comes over the field, people will holler "low bird," and that uh, means don't shoot. Ah, uh, low bird. Low bird. So if I'm out in the shopping mall parking lot, somebody pulls a gun on me, I can say low bird and they won't shoot me. <laughs> Another thing that goes around the dove fields, cause people will be spread out probably, uh, I don't know, uh, at least 50, 50 yards apart. I mean, oh. sometimes more than that. Yeah. And, uh, and you can help your partner out. A lot of times if you got your back to a tree line and somebody across the field sees birds coming, uh, you can shout across the field, uh, coming behind you, John. So can you really hear that well when you're out there in the yeah, open fields? Yeah, the fields aren't that big. Dove fields aren't, I want to say, 
probably the best dove fields I've ever been on have been no more than five acres, five, six acres. Mm -hmm. Those are usually the ideal size. Now, they, there are some that are a lot bigger that you can't hear all the way across the field. Yeah. Craig, when you're out fishing, you can catch a fish, take the hook off of it, put it right back into the water. Can't do that with a dove that you shoot. So no. what, what do you do with your dove? Uh, dove's pretty good table fare. Okay, it so really you take is. it home and cook them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good table fare. It's, uh, it's not my favorite, but it's pretty good. If you like uh, dark meat, you like dove it, it's a little bit rich tasting for me but but i can i can handle some but uh of course a little wrapping a little bacon around it always helps everything it does now if dove season is uh firing up now in september when is quail season across the south quail season is going to be first weekend in november oh it's like. a little later yeah a little bit and later. how much of a difference is it in the way you hunt a dove versus a quail uh, it's completely different is it uh, yeah Dove field or dove hunting, you just sit down in a field <laughs> oh, really? and wait on the birds to come. Okay. Quail hunting, uh, you're hunting with dogs, and you're covering a lot, a lot of ground. Some people hunt on horseback. Uh, I've always liked just walking myself, but uh, yeah, a quail hunt. Uh, you're, you're hunting with the dogs and watching the dogs work. It's one of the biggest joys of the hunt. And going back to table fare now, wild quail is, I'll take wild quail over anything I could eat anywhere hmm. from any restaurant or anything. It's a real rich white meat. I mean, it's, uh, a lot of people say lots of things taste like chicken, but it, it doesn't taste like chicken. It's, uh, it's a flakier, uh, richer tasting uh, meat than chicken. Really good, really good. All right. Well, I was about to take you out for a nice juicy steak after this, but uh, I can't compete with quail, so <laughs> there we have it. What else you got before we get out of here, sir, and you get off to your camping trip? Well, uh, I finished up my food plot last weekend, and my suggestion uh, for anybody else that you need to Get it in the ground, ASAP. And uh, and this is for deer hunting? It's for deer and turkey hunting next spring. I planted two varieties of uh, clover. And uh, I, hunted, I, mean, I planted in a field that I've had uh, food plot in for about six years now, and I replenished it this year or refreshed it. And uh, so looking forward to it. Plus, it's pretty to look at. Clover is really pretty and uh all game really likes it. It's good for the turkey and the, and the birds and the rabbits and uh, the deer. and uh, It's just uh, something I've always done. But uh, Now, this is a food plot that perhaps a lot of the big bucks will come hang out. How do you, or do you even care, keep away these deer from ambushing this field while it's still kind of coming together? No, they... Have at it, have at it. They have at it, even yeah. when you don't really want them out there. Right, right. But there's still going to be some yeah. left over, I hope. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And they said this is a good place to dine on. And did you plant that with a tractor? Did you use a tractor to go out there? Uh, I had, uh, I sprayed it by hand first. Did you? You know, with the Roundup derivative. Uh, then uh, my brother came through and bush hogged it. And then we ran a blade over it and then came back and seeded it by hand with a planter and a handheld planter, you know. 
but because uh, it's not a big field, it's only about an acre and a half. But okay. It, yeah. But even in an acre and a half field, you don't have to necessarily convert that whole field into a food plot. Just no, a little, no. little section is probably all you need to draw them in there, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, actually, this food plot is surrounded by a CRP field, and uh, it, the deer really like the uh, set aside fields because they can, they can hide in there and come out and eat and mm. go back there and there and hide again. Mm. But. Uh, you know, you, you talk about me killing and executing these animals. I actually <laughs> care a lot about them, too. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. He's got a soft spot here. No, that's fine. That Look, some of these animals, if not a lot of them, need to be hunted. They're out there. There's overpopulation of a lot of these uh, animals. In the area I live in, it's, it's a lot, lot fewer deer now, but it's uh, because they've been killed uh through these crop deprivation programs over the last few years, uh, deer can uh, actually ruin a bean field. I mean, they will eat the entire thing up. I know uh, there were 36 of them killed this summer across the road from me in mm-hmm. one field. Golly. Of course, it's a pretty big field. but uh, And then I know some of my other neighbors down the road got different numbers, 25, 2015 deer populations took a big hit in my area this year all right craig anything fishing wise before we get out of here uh only that uh i'll have a report for you uh next week with uh what my grandkids do because we're just gonna be my first fishing venture in a while and it's like i said this place we're going camping at is a uh renovated golf course so hopefully usually golf course has some pretty good ponds on them so hopefully kids will uh, catch a bunch of them we have some good cool weather coming and uh, fall's on its way it's, uh, my favorite time of the year all right so it's a good fishing and hunting forecast for the weekend craig thank you very much thank you john more of the y'all show talk with a southern accent continues after this Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. 
On a warm summer's evening On a train bound for nowhere I met up with a gambler We were both too tired to sleep So we took turns of staring Out the window at the darkness Till boredom overtook us And he began to speak He said, son, I've made a life Out of reading people's faces And knowing what the cards were By the way they held their eyes So if you don't mind my saying I can see you're out of aces For a taste of your whiskey I'll give you some advice So I handed him my bottle And he drank down my last swallow Then he bombed a cigarette And asked me for a light In less than two weeks CBS is going to present Kenny Rogers All In for the Gambler. This is a concert special set for Thursday, September 23rd. This was an event recorded at the Bridgestone Arena in Nashville, and it's got Dolly Parton, Reba McIntyre, Chris Stapleton, and a whole lot more. A live concert tribute to the late Kenny Rogers. I'm John Rawl, back into the Y'all Show. Talk with an accent on all things Southern. We got some news out of Music City as we continue on here in our second hour of today's end of the week celebration that we call the Y'all Show. Also appearing on this great broadcast from Nashville, Lionel Richie, Little Big Town. It looks like Lady Annabellum will also be a part of the fun as we have from the executive producers. Ken Levitin and Keith Wartman a statement Kenny Rogers enormous impact on country music was matched only by the love all the artists and fans showed Kenny on this incredible night we are so thrilled to share this special with his friends family and fans all over the world as he will remain forever in our heart Kenny Rogers who passed away in 2020 and this special again Kenny Rogers all in For The Gambler, it's going to be on CBS Thursday, September 23rd, starting at 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 Central. Check it out. Can't wait for that. More country music news in Nashville. You don't have to wait till September 23rd. All you got to do is hang out on Monday, September 13th. That's just in a couple of days, as you're going to have Loretta Lynn host an all-star live streaming fundraiser for flood-ravaged Middle Tennessee victims. Now, the flooding in Humphreys County, that is the county that Loretta Lynn lives there in Hurricane Mills, Tennessee. She's helping out her neighborhood with this benefit from the Grand Ole Opry House in Nashville. The concert will come from the Grand Ole Opry House starting at 7 Central on this Monday night, on this coming Monday night. Proceeds from the event and live stream benefit the United Way of Humphreys County, Tennessee, Loretta Lynn will be there, also Garth Brooks, Trisha Yearwood, Luke Bryan, Luke Combs, and many, many more. I've been told the audience is a sellout, so the only way to help out or see this thing is to stream it, and it looks like it's a paper-type view to actually watch it, but boy, it looks like it's well worth it. Again, it's Monday from the Grand Ole Opera House in Nashville, a benefit for Humphreys as well as Dixon and You also have Hickman County in Middle Tennessee, all affected by the flooding just a few weeks back, and more than 20 people lost their lives as a result of that. One more country music item before we take a break here. 
Carrie Underwood, Dan and Shay collaborating on a new single, Only Us. Now, what a great job, Carrie. She's just duetted with Jason Aldean, If I Didn't Love You. And now Dan and Shay and Carrie teaming up for Only Us, a track from the soundtrack of a Broadway musical turned film, Dear Evan Hansen. And that release coming out in just a few days, September 24th. So get ready for Dan and Shay. I think they're the ones that got together with Justin Bieber not all that long ago. And here they are getting together with an Okie and Carrie Underwood for this song that ought to be spectacular. Only Us coming soon from the beautiful and talented Dan and Shay. No, just kidding. Carrie Underwood. When the Y'all Show comes back, a quick look at some new movies hitting theaters this weekend. We're talking with a southern accent. We're y'all. How about ringing them church bells, Carrie? She caught the eye of an oil man dancing one summer night in a dime store dress. She had the looks, he had the mansion, and you can figure out the rest. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Wrapping up this second hour of our three-hour odyssey across the southeast, this is the Y'all Show. And don't know what your weekend plans are, but there are several movies might be worth you checking out. Malignant is new in theaters. Annabelle Wallace, Maddie Housen, and George Young, the stars of this crime horror mystery thriller. Malignant out in theaters. Also, The Card Counter. This is a drama. It's got Oscar Isaac, Tiffany Haddish, and more. William Defoe's in this one. Anytime William Defoe's in a movie, it's probably worth checking out. The Card Counter, new in theaters this weekend. Queen Pins, that's a nice little comedy. It's got Kirsten Bell. Also, it's got B.B. Rexa in it. Queen Pins. A pair of housewives create a $40 million coupon scam. <laughs> oh, that sounds fun. The Alpinist is out this weekend. This is a documentary, and it is a documentary directed by Peter Mortimer and Nick Rosen. And limited release this weekend is the comedy Small Engine Repair. Shay Wiggum and Clara Bravo among the stars of this one. Bad Candy is a horror thriller out this weekend. Corey Taylor, Derek Russo starring in that one. And also in limited release, Time Is Up, a drama that's got Bella Thorne and Benjamin Mascolo. Those stars in Time Is Up. And that's a quick look at some of your movies across theaters in the South this weekend. Got one more hour of our end of the week fun here on Y'all. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on the show that's all about the South. If you're worried about your borderline blood pressure, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. 
Garlic works safely and naturally to support my blood pressure. Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula has a custom blend of garlic vitamins and minerals, so you know it works. No garlic taste, no garlic breath. Take charge of your blood pressure with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Final hour of our Y'all Show. Wrapping up your week. Heading into a weekend for some of you full of football, perhaps for some of you full of some kind of after Labor Day special, maybe a shopping spree you got planned. No matter what you do this weekend, don't forget Saturday, September 11th. It is the 20th anniversary of the attack on our nation in 2001. Coming up here in our final hour of the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl. Got a look at sports going to start this hour with we got some entertainment news we'll be passing along in just a few minutes. We'll have some streaming information mixed in with the entertainment headlines. Also, hey, we told you earlier in the show about some movies hitting theaters this weekend. Hey, how about some great September festivals and some September events going on across the southeast? We're going to walk across the 16 southern states later this hour with our festive south look at the weekend's events. That's coming up right here on Talk with an Accent on the South. Our telephone number, you can text or call us at this number. It's 803-816-1170. 803-816-1170. And we will gladly take your feedback 24-7. Whatever you got to say about the South, we are here and happy to let you voice whatever is on your mind. It might be something really special. It might be really funny. It might be a complaint. We'll take those. We'll even take calls from across that Ohio River up in what we call Yankee land. We'll take it all here. We're, we're open. We're, we're all about diversity. Diversity of thought and mind and certainly a diversity of college football choices. <laughs> all that is welcome. 803 803- 816-1170. Don't forget our website is y'all.com. That is the South's homepage. We've got so much great stuff there. More great stuff being added. Oh, we just, just can't wait for you to go see what we got. Don't forget this weekend, a brand new episode of Tricks of the Trade that will be streaming on y'all.com live come Saturday. So go to the homepage of the South. Watch the great john allen watch the great jimmy the duke and they will be talking about all of the home improvement needs of the southeast and you can actually pick up the phone and call in live with john and jimmy on tricks of the trade so that's at y'all.com that's getting posted over the weekend that and so much more we've got a whole army of contributors that are posting up stuff almost on a daily basis So check out that website. And on that website, we have a podcast area. It's called Y'all Show. And a simple stop by that area, you'll be able to click on it, and podcast editions of this, the Y'all Show, are awaiting your free download. You might want to check out today's episode one more time. You just can't let it go. It's so good. You just want to keep playing it over and over all weekend long. 
chances are you probably want to hear a couple of other episodes. And guess what? At y'all.com, on the Y'all Show tab at the homepage of y'all.com, you get the option of listening to a whole bunch of our podcasts. And they're there. And, of course, we want to remind you, our podcast not only is at y'all.com, we have it available on Spotify. Just search for Y'all Show, and we're right there with a free download anytime you want to listen to it. We're also available on Stitcher. We're on the Apple Podcast app. We're on the iHeart app. We're on the TuneIn Radio app and about a 1,000 more different apps, too. So whatever your way of listening to podcasts, chances are you'll be able to find The Y'all Show. Just simply search for Y'all Show, and therefore you can listen to it and have it automatically come to your smartphone or iPad whenever you want to listen to it. And it is just the coolest thing. Be in the in crowd and get you set up for The Y'all Show. Let's start off this hour of Y'all with a quick look at some sports going on this weekend. We had our first NFL game of the season played Thursday night in Tampa. What is going on in the National Football League this weekend? Well, we've got to look at the schedule. And as far as the early games on Sunday, Fox is where you'll find this one if you're in the areas of, let's say, Atlanta or Georgia. You know, this is when they start breaking up their broadcasts because it's all done by territory. Falcons have the Philadelphia Eagles coming into Mercedes-Benz Stadium. This is an early kick on the Fox affiliates on Sunday. Going to be a divided state of Pennsylvania because the Eagles and the Steelers both have early kicks on Sunday. The Steelers will be at the Buffalo Bills to start their season. That's your 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 o'clock Central kick from Highmark Stadium in Buffalo, And that stadium might be down to its last couple of seasons because the Buffalo Bills, the rumors are flowing that they may either have to get a new stadium or they may have to pack their bags and go off to another city. Hmm. San Antonio, are you listening? Hmm. Who else? Maybe Birmingham. Birmingham deserves a a team, frankly, uh, especially with what they've got already built in downtown Birmingham. The new home of the Blazers would serve as a nice NFL home for a while. Also, but that, that I'm sure the Bills want to stay in Buffalo, so we'll just have to see how that uh, Buffalo rides. Cincinnati's got the Minnesota Vikings coming in for an early game at Paul Brown Stadium on the first NFL Sunday. How about the Detroit Lions? They've had a regime change there. And the San Francisco 49ers, will it be Jimmy G or will it be the hot new item in the roster for the Niners? Will it be the 21-year-old who is a native of Minnesota and played for North Dakota State, Trey Lance. Will number five be the majority quarterback, if you will, when the Niners play in their week one game? The Cardinals will be in Nashville. The Tennessee Titans have the birds from the desert flying in for a game at Nissan Stadium early kick on Sunday. The Seattle Seahawks will be in the Circle City as the Colts Have them in for an early game Sunday. The Washington football team plays host to the Los Angeles Chargers of Inglewood. That game is an early game from FedEx Field. The Carolina Panthers have Sam Darnold's old team. They've got a rookie quarterback leading the Jets now. The Jets and the Panthers from Bank of America Stadium. That's an early kick Sunday. And your last early kick to tell you about, the Houston Texans. 
they have the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trevor Lawrence, first game, number one draft pick from 2021 for the Jags. And Urban Meyer takes his team into the Space City for an early kick Sunday at NRG Stadium. Your mid-afternoon game, their lineup there for the 425 Eastern, 325 Central. That includes the Kansas City Chiefs playing host to the Cleveland Browns, the Patriots, and Mac Jones now leading that team. Jones and his team faces off against the Miami Dolphins, two of the most recent Alabama quarterbacks, Tua Tagovailoa going up against Mac Jones in this game at Gillette Stadium, and that's a mid-afternoon game Sunday. The New Orleans Saints are going to be at Tia Bankfield in Jacksonville. They got their game relocated out of the Big Easy because of problems with Hurricane Ida. The Saints and the Green Bay Packers play a late afternoon game on Sunday. Also, the New York Football Giants, they play Teddy Bridgewater and the Denver Broncos from MetLife Stadium late Sunday. Your Sunday night NBC broadcast from SoFi Stadium, the Los Angeles Rams and the Chicago Bears. How about this? Of course, SoFi Stadium debuted in 2020 to an empty crowd because no fans allowed all for the Rams games of last year. And now they have truly, hopefully, a packed house for the Rams' brand-new stadium, although now a year old. The Rams and the Bears, Sunday night football, that kicks at 8.20 Eastern, 7.20 Central. Your Monday night football game is the Baltimore Ravens at the Las Vegas Raiders, that from Allegiant Stadium, and that is your only game played on Monday night. Usually, Monday night football's first week has a doubleheader. They're not doing that this year. It's Ravens and Raiders from Vegas here to start the Monday night schedule for 2021. I look at what's on the baseball diamond here this weekend, the matchups, as we're winding down the month of September, and then it'll be postseason before you know it. This weekend's lineup on the diamond, the Giants are playing at Chicago, the Cubs that is, the Washington Nats in Pittsburgh to take on the Bucks. Rockies and Phils get together this weekend. The Blue Jays and Orioles have a series. The Brew Crew will be in an interleague battle with the Cleveland Indians, soon-to-be Guardians, this weekend. The New York battle goes on Subway Series. It's Yankees and Mets taking place in the Bronx, or rather this is a, a Queens is where they have this thing now since the Mets are the host team this weekend. Sorry, I need to learn all my boroughs correctly and where the stadiums are located. Shame, 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 John. Hey, I'm more about the South here. The Tampa Bay Rays will be at the Detroit Tigers this weekend. The Fish from Miami will be taking on the Bravos and that game and that series taking place at Truist Park in Atlanta this weekend. The LA Angels, they have moved on to Texas. The Houston Astros and Angels getting together for a series this weekend. Red Sox will be on the south side. They're taking on the Chicago's uh, White Sox. It's a battle of Soxes this weekend in the Windy City. The Royals and the Twins get together this weekend. The Reds and the St. Louis Cardinals have a three-game battle going on this weekend. Rangers in California, they're in Oakland for a series. The D-backs, they're having an interleague battle with the Seattle Mariners. And the San Diego Padres, ooh, this is a good National League West series going on this weekend. Padres and the Los Angeles Dodgers. That's a quick look at sports happenings here for this weekend. And get out, see some of these 
games on TV, baseball, you got some football, and of course college football going on in a big way this weekend. We're the Y'all Show. We got it all covered here and want to appreciate everybody for tuning in and hearing all about the Southern greatness here on Talk with a Southern Accent. Now stay tuned when we come back on Talk with an Accent on the South. Gonna switch over from the sports world to the entertainment world. Got some crazy headlines coming from the left coast and more that's ahead plus before the hour is up a look at where some great festivals are taking place across the southland this weekend this is y'all Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. She was staring out the window of their SUV Complaining, saying, I can't wait to turn 18 She said, I'll make my own money and I'll make my own rules Mama put the car in park out there in front of the school And she kissed her head and said, I was just like you You're gonna miss this You're gonna want this back You're gonna wish these days Hadn't gone by so fast These are some good times So take a good look around You may not know it now But you're gonna miss this Oh, before jumping on here, I had a chance to go eat a fine southern meal, and while scooping down a delicious warm piece of pecan pie, the restaurant that was serving me this had on a local country radio station, and I heard them talking a little country music news, and it is the news that I'm going to tell you right now, and the fellow singing that song, Trace Atkins, part of that news this is the Y'all Show, back here with little entertainment headlines here. And although Trace Atkins is one heck of a country music singer, he's also one heck of a specimen. He's about seven foot five. No, he's not quite that tall. Oh, yeah, from Sarepta, Louisiana, Trace Atkins. And Trace is more than just a singer. Atkins has joined the cast of a new country music-focused TV drama. 
He has the leading role on Fox's Monarch. And he's going to be playing the character of Albie Roman. And he is going to be starring opposite Susan Sarandon. And Fox is putting this thing out called Monarch. And it is a series created by Melissa London Hilfers. And it is a multi-generational music drama about America's first family of country music. The outlet previously reported that Nashville talent manager Jason Owen, Gail Berman, and Ken Baggety are executive producers of this new Fox series that's got a country music bent. I guess it's kind of like, oh, what is that? Uh, there's another musical type drama on TV that I've not yet seen, but it looks it looks interesting. And it looks like this could be a compliment to this thing here. Trace Atkins and Susan Sarandon, the the award-winning Sarandon's going to play Dottie, while Anna Friel has been cast also in this new Fox series that's going to be coming out in the near future. Monarch, congratulations to actor. Trace Atkins. All right, Trace, I'm glad you're actually on real television and not on something called TikTok. Where have we gone in this society? TikTok has surpassed YouTube in viewing time per user. Again, I repeat, where have we devolved as a society? Social media consumers in both America and Great Britain are spending more time on TikTok than YouTube, that according to a new report. And the entertainment industry seems to be paying attention to this trend. One recent TikTok star from Louisiana, Addison Ray, she stars, has got a new role in a Netflix hit called He's All That. And then there's a show called The Demelio Show on Hulu based on TikTok's first family. TikTok, TikTok. And it is getting a lot of attention. The youngsters really, really like TikTok. TikTok is viewed on average more than YouTube. YouTube still is the leader in overall time spent, not per user, and it has more users overall. Now, this trend's been going on for a while. In fact, in Great Britain, TikTok surpassed YouTube more than a year ago. And these two, TikTok, YouTube, have been going back and forth here in this country. It looks like TikTok jumped out in front of YouTube starting in April of this year. TikTok is a force. And Louisiana ladies like Addison Ray taking advantage as she's in the new Netflix film, He's All That. I saw where she had tens of millions of TikTok followers let me pull her up here. I was just talking about a good Louisiana boy and Trace Atkins. And now Addison Ray, who was born Addison Ray Easterling, she is 20 years old, born in Lafayette and raised in Lafayette, Louisiana. And she has, according to YouTube, she's got over right around 5 million subscribers to her YouTube channel with more than 128 million total views. She has, what is the count here? This is, this is a 20-year-old beautiful Southern girl who's 
not even gone to college that I'm aware of. Maybe she did go to LSU. I think she did go to LSU briefly. Okay, too, uh, sorry about that, Addison. But she's got all these people following her with her dancing videos and more. And that's where we are as a society. I told you, where have we devolved to? She's got 81 million followers. That's a little bit more than a couple of million. 81 million followers just on TikTok. And that is the third most followed individual on TikTok, trailing only Charlie DeMalio and Kobe or Kobe Lame. <laughs> and I know who Charlie is because Charlie DeMalio would show up on when I was on Instagram all the time with all these posts like, who is this person? And I knew she was a big deal when my youngster said, oh, that's Charlie. I'm like, how do you know who the heck this thing is that keeps showing up on my Instagram or whatever when I'm not even looking for anything? And Charlie, by the way, is only 17 years old. And all all these people do in a lot of cases is they shake their butt and they become... Uh, very rich, very rich. Let's see here. Do I have a, a a value on what Addison Ray's worth right now? Hmm, I don't. But yeah, go check it out for yourself. That uh, that's the big news. TikTok makes Addison Ray and people like her superstars. I tell you who is a superstar. I don't know how, but Kanye West, who also looks like he's trying to change his name. West has grabbed his 10th number one album on Billboard. His latest album, Donda, debuted at the top of the Billboard Top 200 Albums chart, making him the seventh artist to have 10 number one albums. And with 309,000 equivalent album units earned in America, Donda is the biggest album debut of this year so far, surpassing Olivia Rodrigo's Sour, Kanye West. I didn't even know the guy still made music. I thought he just went out and put on some kind of disguise and had thousands of people paying big money to see him in some kind of disguise. This Donda came out August 29th. The album racked up more than 775 million global streams. Kanye West, number one album right now. Congratulations. This lady I first noticed when she appeared as a good southern girl. In the movie The Blind Side, she played the Tui girl in that movie that came out around 2009. Lily Collins, she is Phil Collins' daughter, and she has married Charlie McDowell, who is the son of a beautiful Arkansas lady, Mary Steenburgen. And she, of course, an actress, been in all kinds of stuff. And Mary is the mother of Charles McDowell. His daddy is English actor Malcolm McDowell and the 38-year-old McDowell and the now, what is Lily, 32-year-old English-born beautiful actress Lily Collins have tied the knot. And a great couple they look like, and we wish them many, many years of wedded happiness. They were married September 4th, and I think they got married in Colorado was the location. A little surprised they didn't get married in the south somewhere with both of these folks Eh, Lily really hasn't been in the south all that much although they did film Blindside in the Atlanta area but uh, yeah congratulations to 
the McDowells. And by the way, Mary Steenburgen is now 68 years old, born in Newport, Arkansas. She went to Hendricks College. Of course, she's now married to Ted Danson. She's been married to Ted Danson since 1995 and has had one heck of a career, Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress, and so much more, the beautiful, talented Arkansas native Mary Nell Steenburgen. How about that? When the Y'all Show continues, we're going to tell you about some festivals going on across the southeast this weekend. We've got a variety from all corners of the south. And when we return here on the show covering everything southern, I'm going to relay that information. And if you don't have plans for the weekend, guess what? You better pull out your pen and paper and take close notes because I'll tell you in 16 states what's going on. That, as the Y'all Show talk with an accent on everything Southern, rolls on. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. (sighs) For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it 
or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Just get burned. We don't have to feel like dirt anymore. Though love's not hurt, baby, it's our turn. We were always looking for tuna with our heads in the clouds, just a little off course. But I left that motor running. Now if you're feeling down and out, come on, baby. Hey, uh, hey, 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 what are you doing? What's going on? What are y'all doing this weekend? I'm being nosy. That's a little bit, a little bit, uh, rude of me, don't you think? Maybe so. Hey, we're y'all. We're talk with a Southern accent. And if you didn't just answer with a really good response of what you're doing here this weekend, well, maybe just like Susie, you can drive south and you can drive wherever you need to for some great activities here for this nearly mid-September weekend that has arrived. We're going to take a few minutes here on the y'all show on our end of the week fun to tell you about some festivals going on all over the southeast. And we'll start off in Clarksburg, West Virginia. That's the birth city and the hometown of one Thomas Jonathan Stonewall Jackson, Confederate General. Clarksburg, West Virginia this weekend. It's the West Virginia Black Heritage Festival. That's going on in the Mountain State this weekend. Also, how about this one? I need to go to Charleston, West Virginia. It's the Charleston Rib Fest and Regatta at Haddad Waterfront Park. That's going on this weekend in the state capital of the Mountain State. This weekend in the state of Virginia, Danville's got the Blue Ridge Rock Fest, and that's taking place at the Blue Ridge Amphitheater. That is this weekend. This weekend in Bristol, Tennessee slash Virginia, it's the Bristol Rhythm and Roots Reunion at the birthplace of country music, Bristol, Tennessee, going on all weekend in that section of southwest Virginia and technically also across the state line in the state of Tennessee. This weekend in Texas, got a couple of things we want to take a moment and tell you about. How about in Beaumont, Mark Chestnut's hometown, Texas Food Fest in Beaumont. That is going on Sunday. What a great day to go there. Hey, if you don't think food's good enough for you, how about Dallas Big D this weekend for three days? It's the Dallas Chocolate Festival. Woo! That is delish. Also in the state capitol, in Austin at the Full Circle Bar, this sounds fun, the Eastside Kings Festival. 
Don't know much about it, but that's going on. Hey, in Buddy Holly's hometown of Lubbock this weekend, it's the 51st annual Fall Festival. That's most of the day on Saturday at the Municipal Garden and Art Center in Lubbock, Texas. And never leave Lubbock, Texas with your rearview mirror or looking at your rear. Okay, I'll shut up. <laughs> What's going on in the volunteer state this weekend? Got a couple of events that we want to tell you about. First up in Murfreesboro in Middle Tennessee, home of MTSU. It's the second annual Bacon Day Festival at McKnight Park. That sounds yummy, yummy, yummy. Going on this weekend in Chattanooga, it's the Moon River Music Festival at Coolidge Park. That sounds great. In Martin, Tennessee, home of the Skyhawks, home of the University of Tennessee Martin. This weekend, it is the Tennessee Soybean Festival. I know they have a lot of great music acts that go into Martin, Tennessee for that one. Also in the city of Hendersonville in Middle Tennessee to the north side of Nashville, this weekend at Historic Rock Castle, it's the Tennessee 225 Folk and Bluegrass Fest taking place this weekend. And one more. This one sounds great. It's about to be cotton-picking time. In Somerville, Tennessee, that's Fayette County, West Tennessee. On the Somerville Square Saturday, it's the Cotton Festival. Check that out with several events going on in the state of Tennessee this weekend. In South Carolina this weekend, got a couple of great things going on. First off, it's the Greenville Country Music Fest in Simpsonville at the Heritage Park Amphitheater. A lot of great acts. It looks like checking their way into Greenville and Simpsonville to be specific. In Union, South Carolina this weekend, it's the Carolina Smoking Grass Festival, S-C-B-A. Carolina Smoking Grass Festival, that's going on. How about Little Mountain? Now, Little Mountain is a big, giant hill in the middle of the state. It really is a pretty unique feature that God made. But in Little Mountain, South Carolina, this weekend at Reunion Park, it's the Little Mountain Fall festival that's going on this weekend and also let's move down to oh i love this one in bluffton oh i hope bluffton one day is where the y'all show will reside this weekend at the hayward house museum how about this festival it's the bluffton south carolina boiled peanut festival hey bp as we call them in the low country bps Boiled Peanut Festival in Bluffton, South Carolina, and that is going on this weekend. How about Oklahoma? If you want to head to the Sooner State for some fun here over the maybe long weekend. Maybe you've been on vacation all week since we had Labor Day on Monday. And Spavanaugh, Oklahoma going on this weekend. It's Harvest Fest 2021 going on this weekend. And Chandler, Oklahoma, the Stone River music festival both of those events in oklahoma sound like a great option in case you don't have anything going on make your way to the sooner state going on this weekend in whiteville north carolina and in downtown whiteville is where you'll find this the fifth annual north carolina honey festival honey what do you want to do where are we gonna go let's go to whiteville north carolina and have a little honey honey the fifth annual north carolina honey festival and that's taking place this weekend in the state capitol at hopscotch this weekend it's the 2021 hopscotch music festival go there to their website and learn a lot more if you get a chance to do a little 
Googling. How about in the Show Me State this weekend? And if you want to make your way to the Boot Hill or other portions of the state of Missouri, a lot of great choices. First off, in St. Charles, Missouri this weekend, it's the Missouri River Irish Fest going on. And in Belton, Missouri this weekend, it's the Fall Fest on Maine. How about the state of Mississippi this weekend? And if you want to make your way to Magnolia Land for fun and more, of course, they got their first home football game in the Grove. That's going to be a big deal. But if you can't make your way to Oxford, hey, in Biloxi this weekend, it is the Biloxi Seafood Festival. That's both Saturday and Sunday at Biloxi Town Green, right in the heart of the town. Go check that out if you get a chance. A little further inland here from the state or from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi this weekend. In fact, way north in the northeast corner almost of the state, Bear Creek Festival and Car Show is taking place at the C.C. Shook Park in Belmont, Mississippi. Do you all know who is from Belmont, Mississippi? A singer-songwriter named Mac McAnally. And in his hometown, they got a little fun going on this very weekend. In the state of Maryland this weekend, if you want to go to there, you've got the National Folk Festival in Salisbury that's taking place at the Visitor Center in downtown Salisbury this weekend. And how about also in the state of Maryland, the Reistertown Festival? That's both Saturday and Sunday at the Hannah Moore Park in Reistertown in the state of Maryland. This weekend in Louisiana, I know there are a lot of things being canceled because people are still having problems with electricity coming on and such. So double-check wherever you are that these things are indeed going on. But scheduled, at least for this weekend in Ponchatoula, at the country market there in Ponchatoula, the Crew of Aaron Shenanigans and Hooligans Celtic Festival. That sounds pretty fun. And Ponchatoula would be, I think, well out of the way of where a lot of that bad damage happened with Ida passing through, so you ought to be in good shape. And in the northwest corner of the state this weekend at the Caddo Common Park in Shreveport, it is the Festival of Cultures, and that's happening there in the northwest corner of the Pelican State this weekend. What's happening in the bluegrass of Kentucky this weekend? Hey, pack up the kids, get in the car, go there for this weekend. You got in Lexington the Roots and Heritage Festival. That's taking place there. Also in Georgetown, just to the north of Lexington, it's Festival of the Horse taking place in Georgetown slash Scott County, Kentucky. Autumn Fest also taking place in Georgetown, Kentucky here this weekend. In the state of Georgia this weekend, Peach Staters, if you're looking for something to do in your very large but very exciting state for a mid-September weekend, You can go to Stone Mountain. It's the 2021 Yellow Daisy Festival. That's taking place there. In Griffin, Georgia this weekend at Griffin City Park, it's the Doc Holiday Festival. Sounds like great fun to be had in the state of Georgia this weekend. In the Sunshine State of Florida, lots of excitement, lots of choices. First off in Miami, how about this one? The Polish American Heritage Fundraiser. That's taking place in the historic Virginia Key Beach section of Miami, the Polish American Heritage Fundraiser. In Largo, this weekend, it's the 21st annual I Like It Hot Festival. Some like it hot? Well, if you do, go to the Largo Event Center in Largo, Florida. is where you'll find the 21st annual I Like It Hot Festival going on this weekend in the Sunshine State. Two more states to tell you about. 
in the state of Arkansas this weekend. Hey, the natural state's always got a lot of fun stuff going on. This weekend, if you head to the natural state, it's the 16th annual Hot Springs Rally at the Hot Springs Convention Center. They always have fun stuff going on there. This weekend is no exception, and that's going on again there. In Eureka Springs, Arkansas, from Hot Springs to Eureka Springs we go. This weekend, going on through Sunday, it's the Antique Automobile Festival in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Plus, in Jacksonville, this weekend, it's the Fun Arts Festival. That's at MacArthur Church in Arkansas this weekend in Jacksonville, to be specific. Lastly, in the heart of Dixie, the fun going on there includes in Montevallo the Tinglewood Festival on Saturday. Trustville's got its City Fest. That's just to the north of downtown Birmingham, where you'll find the community of Trustville. And in the city of Huntsville this weekend, at the Low Mill Arts and Entertainment Complex, it's the Cigar Box Guitar Festival. That's going on there. One more music thing going on in the heart of Dixie. Dothan this weekend has a bluegrass festival that is scheduled to take place. So a lot of fun going on across the South this weekend. That bluegrass festival in the Wiregrass in Dothan is at Landmark Park. We're going to wrap up the Y'all Show after this timeout. It's been a great pleasure to be with you here broadcasting on great radio stations across the South. And of course, our podcast addiction, a podcast is available on great platforms like iHeartRadio and on Spotify. We'll be right back to wrap it all up. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
We are the show about the South. We're y'all, powered by y'all.com, the South's homepage. Final segment here on our end of the week fun. Again, one more time, as much fun as we like to have, we also, when it's appropriate, want to take time out to remember, and in this case, we want to remember the 20th anniversary of the September 11th attack. September 11th, 2001. And please, if you have an opportunity this weekend, take time to reflect. If you've got youngsters who have no idea what September 11, 2001 was all about, who have no idea of the sacrifice of nearly 3,000 Americans dying, please do yourself a favor and tell your little ones or your friends or whoever all about that tragic day. We will be back here Monday with more fun and more Southern conversation. We'll recap the weekend in college football. We'll recap what happened on the NFL gridirons as we had the first Sunday of, of NFL football in the books when we get back together on Monday. Of course, we'll have plenty of entertainment news, news in general, food talk, so much more. Great guests coming ahead on the Y'all Show our website, y'all.com, our email address is mail, M-A-I-L, at y'all.com, and our text line, 843, text line, 803-816-1170. Until we get back together next week, have a wonderful weekend. My name is John Rawl. Thank you for listening to the show that's all about the South. This is The Y'all Show. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. 
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. 